happy Saturday, Facebook Nation, YouTube Nation. This is Sequina Chak from Spring Spirit Nation. Today, we have guest Harley Knife. Harley Knife is a senior animator at Yeti Farm. Harley, um, I recently viewed a video on YouTube, and the name of the YouTube video is Everyone Belongs in Tech, How a Childhood Love of cartoons turned into a career of passion. Tell us about the, the the whole statement and the title of the the YouTube video. Yeah, uh, basically, from an early age, I knew that I wanted to be an animator or something along those lines, and I just didn't know what it was as a kid growing up. Um, but I knew there was something there's something like deep inside me that needed to like do something creative, um, and it just like it flourished and made its own thing. And it just happened to be animation. And I just, it's been there from the beginning. And I think that's what passion is. Yeah. Wonderful. So Harley, um, according to your bio that, um, that we posted, um, can you tell us a little bit about um, your childhood and what's led you to the life of animation? Yeah, uh, basically I, I grew up on Takaku Cree Nation under Treaty 6 territory. Um, I, we jumped around back, back and forth from like attack coop to, uh, BC. Um, and basically we just, uh, it just, it was like, it's kind of chaotic jumping around like that. Um, but I found like stability in like the shows and cartoons that I was watching. Right. Um, cause there's always like that, that family unit that was there and I really attached to that cause that's something I really wanted. Yeah, going back to like living on the reserve, uh, it was like, mm-hmm. it was like, it's very different. Like obviously I'm being in BC and then being on the, the reserve, it's like, you see these two different worlds, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the best way to explain that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really um, definitely uh, different because out here it's a flatlands pr- prairie. We're gifted with the lake and mm-hmm trees and right now in bc you're in the mountains yeah i like to equate it to like a big hug with the mountains just around you the whole time right oh i'm just a little curious um what indigenous tribes are around you which which um indigenous people yeah it's just the okanagan they actually helped me go to school Mm -hmm. we can get into that later but Mm -hmm. um yeah uh and then there's farther east i think is like Farther west is the Coast Salish, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm like about five hours away from Vancouver, so more inland. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so <laughs> I was on Turbo Future. It I just googled animations or useful tips for animations, mm-hmm. um, and they came up with ten. So I'm just gonna go through a couple of them, and maybe you can speak to them. Um, you uh, helpful tip. According to the Turbo Future, to be an exceptional animator is to be a master at the art of drawing. Yes, uh, it really, really helps if uh, you want to advance farther into um, more like design work. And and yes, it does really help. But no, because um, it's more digital now. So basically, I'd like to equate it to I'm like a uh, a glorified puppeteer because now. All the drawings are done before you get it. So you're just moving this character around and moving shapes. 
to make the animation. So when it comes to drawing, I'm basically, typically I'm just drawing, like redrawing hands. So if you can get like hands and feet figured out how to draw those really well, that really helps. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. That takes us to helpful tip number two, according to Turbo Future. It says to become a spectator of the world around you. So do you notice yourself um, observing movements and things like that a lot more? Yes, definitely. You you kind of like stand outside yourself a lot when you get into this world. Specifically with my daughter, I, <laughs> I just watch her do things. And I like imagine how that would look animated. And it really helps like open your broaden your horizon when it comes to animation because you could get a scene that like is just is like it's just like a, a drawing and you have to figure out how to make that character jump from one side to the other but it has to look stylish like silly jump you have the idea of how to do it yeah okay takes us to helpful tip number three it says refer and look to other great animators work and accomplishments around you yes yes because that helps you look outside of your bubble because you're inside inside your bubble you're only looking at what you're you're working on and when you expand it mm -hmm. and then invite more things into it your creativity just like goes through the roof yeah okay awesome <laughs> um i learned a new word looking at number four it says have a demo reel or showcase of your work ready yes so what is no. a demo reel so it's just like a highlight a highlight reel of all of like what you think your best animation is. Um, and when you're making your demo reel, it's good to like show your demo reel to other animators or people in the industry, because it helps uh, helps you like pinpoint what actually is your best animation and what could help you land that job. So I have a demo reel, but it's from like 2016, which I really need to update, but yeah. <laughs> so it sounds yeah. uh, somewhat like a portfolio. Yes, pretty much. More techie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So number five is networking. So how does one, how does an animator network? Um, it's actually really, it's actually really cool because uh, the creative industry, the animation industry, um, almost every animator really wants to like help out anybody trying to come up in the industry. So if even if you just like find them on Twitter, send them a tweet, like, hey, I'm trying to get into animation. Do you have any like tips or tricks? And nine times out of 10, they're always willing to help you. They'll send you a link to like an animation book that is really helpful, or they'll just actually just give you tips and help you along the way. <laughs> Upper six, it says master the technique of animation. That's a given. That's an obvious, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm um, even. I've been in it for seven years now. I'm still. I don't have it mastered, and that's okay. the The point is to always keep learning and teaching yourself. So, like, I don't think you can ever master animation because there's always something new coming up. Right, number seven, it says, turn up at the right events at the right time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what events does an animator attend? What types of events? There's these things called drink and draws that happen a lot where like just a bunch of animators or like creative types get together and either go for coffee and like all hang out. You can show up to one of those. They're usually like posted on Facebook and stuff like that. But the other thing too is they, uh, a lot of companies have like, um, What's the word for it? They like all gather together to like look for more animators because there's lots of jobs coming up for animation and um, they need more animators or more build artists, more CG artists and stuff like that. 
Number eight, it says don't focus on making money right at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think that retain, attains to when you start out as a junior, the, the pay is like isn't the best, but like it's a starting wage. And then there's uh, regular animator and then there's senior animator. Um, and it's like any job, really. You start out and then like the company realizes like what your skill set is and they help you build into getting farther down the line if you want to do that. And if you want to stay like like a regular animator, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, taking us to number nine. It says learn the art of acting. How what does acting have to do with animation? Uh again, I think it falls back to uh watching the world around you move. Because you mm -hmm. steal you steal those tidbits, those little things that really help sell uh, like a piece of animation. For instance, like a kid putting on a shoe. You could just put have the kid put the shoe on, but the kids don't do that, right? They play with their shoelaces and don't tie it up or or anything like that. They mm -hmm. like, kick their shoe off. And those little things really help sell an animation and make it more lifelike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. It takes us to uh, number 10. I believe you spoke about this or to this already. It says the learning curve for animation never stops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, seven years in, I'm still learning. Um, and I, I really, I like that. Once I stop learning something, I feel like I could get, for me personally, I could get like bored of it and not try as hard. But the thing with, for me in animation, there's always something to learn. You could, even if you like get bored of animating, you can always try learn like 3D animation, 3D modeling, 2D, 2D building, everything. There's a lot. There's a lot of, a lot of webs to go down. Yeah. <laughs> so there is there like, um, are there trends that animators follow? Um, like styles or anything like that? Yeah. Um, again, that's like stepping outside yourself and like observing what the animation industry is doing. Um, for instance, uh, there's like a, this is going to sound really specific, but there's a Disney mouth specifically with like characters. Mm -hmm. So when you do lip sync, you have to like animate their mouths and stuff, right? Um, but there's like a characteristic, wow. there's a characteristic circle mouth that is going around and i think about last year it's very popular in like a lot of different animation uh speaker our listeners out there if you have any questions for harley please put them in the comment section and we will come to them periodically uh taking us to we we spoke a little bit about the attack of coop life and it was basically um coming out here to the prairies and then um, being hugged by the mountains in Kelowna. and uh, you found a home in Kelowna working at Yeti. Is it the correct term Yeti animation? Or Yeti Farm Yeti Farm Creative, I think is what they use. Yeti Farm Creative. Tell us about work at Yeti Farm Animation. In school I had met um, the one of the the co-founders. He was a, a teacher at the school that I went to. Um, and we kind of hit it off. Uh, and then the class ended and then I kind of carried on with our lives kind of thing. And he eventually started the company with his wife, Ashley Ramsey. This is Todd Ramsey. And um, my best friend who was working for them, he sent me an email and just said, hey, uh, why don't you apply? You went to school, like, just do it, right? So I did. And the owner, Ashley Ramsey, said, oh, yeah, just come in. And I, no resume, walked in, talked to her. And I was like, and I 
mentioned that we met Todd and I actually met Ashley Ramsey at a um, one of those um, social gatherings where creatives get together. And that's how I'd met her. And I didn't know that she was married to Todd and we just like hit it off there too. So when I saw her that, that second time, um, she's like, yeah, just uh, come in and we can like, we can talk and we can like get you, get you animating. And that's kind of how it started. And since then they've like gone out of their way to help me like evolve my craft. It was really hard at the beginning, like really hard, took a lot of work, but they like really believed in me. And that's really how I've been in the industry for seven years. Like when you get bosses like that, that actually care and like help their employees evolve. I think that's, that's the ideal employee or employer. Yeah. Right. So um, when I was viewing your YouTube video, uh, mm -hmm. The one we talked about at the beginning of the show where everyone belongs in tech, I just seen you walking in your office and I was like, Hey, that looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any, do you have any advice for young animators in Saskatchewan? Like where, where, where can they branch out? The, because we have the internet and social media and all that stuff, I don't really feel like uh, people are tied to where they are based because now with, uh, COVID hitting, all these uh, big companies are having their employees stay at home and work from home. So my best guess for that would be to just start animating, start doing something like creative and sharing it and tagging, tagging people that you think might be interested in that. And like, if I were to see something like that on Twitter, uh, I would like definitely retweet that. I would like push that, promote that because like creativity and like younger, the next generation coming up is, is like, it's really beautiful. And that's something I really want to push more. I have seven questions. I'm just going to fire at you. I didn't prep you for this and you okay. just uh, answer them. I seen this on um, a Chappelle <laughs> show. I just sort of switched up the questions a bit, uh, indigenized them a yeah. little. All right, here we go. Here are my seven questions. What is your favorite Cree word? Uh, Musqua. It's my favorite. It's my daughter's favorite word. Right. So uh, for viewers out there, Musqua means bear in the Cree language. Uh, question number two. What is your favorite animal? Uh, the bear. I have a bear tattoo. Question number three. Oh, who was your favorite teacher growing up? She was, she's just like a little old lady who ran the social studies class at, um, Attack Scoop. I can't remember her name. I remember the faces, but I can't remember the names. And she's one of them that I want to remember. But yeah. Oh, who is your most admirable Indigenous leader? Bruce Buffalo. He lives in Alberta. He's a guy that I worked with. He um, he is trying to bring internet and Wi-Fi to um, uh, reserves across Canada because it's like. Mm -hmm. It should be a basic necessity to people. And um, he's like really working on that. He brought uh, internet to his his reserve. And uh, and then there's Joe Buffalo, who's a professional skateboarder. Uh, my partner actually just reminded me of him because I like he was a guy that I followed like religiously growing up. And then. Awesome. Next question of the seven. What is your favorite type of music? That's tough to put down. I like all all types of music, and that's super cliche to say, but 
Um, I listen to Mumford and Sons. I listen to Bahamas. I listen to uh, Pantera, Lamb of God, and um, Corn. I, I did a <laughs> my when I when I lived on the reserve, we we did like a like a stage show where we played Corn. We we mimicked the band playing Corn for a whole song, and all the teachers just sat there and like like supported us, which was really cool. Um, what profession other than your own would you like to attend? So with with animation and being creative, you like to absorb as many things as possible. Photography right now is something I'm really into. And before that was, uh, mm -hmm. like, I was getting back into music, but then photography showed up and I was like, oh, I really want to get into this. And now I'm going to start streaming uh, in hopes to reach a broader audience about being Indigenous and being creative. What profession would you not like to participate in? <laughs> I worked construction, building um, trusses for houses before I like took the dive into being an animator. And it was not enjoyable for me. For me, I'd like being creative, like I just, it, it was sucking the life out of me, just standing there building stuff building stuff's fun like I, I don't know not trashing people who build or anything like that for me personally it just like it, i have colored fingernails and my daughter did them for me and like it just it just doesn't mesh for me it just wasn't for me so it would be construction <laughs> i have these, these beautiful little hands that i need to take care of <laughs> okay harley um one of my most favorite parts of the show is inspiration who inspires you it would be that teacher mm -hmm. that teacher because and this is something that has stuck with me my whole life and it's something i think about constantly um mm -hmm. she said so we're all walking in class walking the hallways and we come into class and she's silent and she looks back straight up she's very stoic and then she says to us i see you I see you guys walking the hallways with your heads looking down and in residential schools, they would make us walk like that. So when you walk these hallways, I want you to walk with your head held high because you're walking with your ancestors behind your back, holding you up. I, she said it more elegantly. I I'm butchering it, but yeah. I really want to know who this teacher is, because maybe she was my teacher too. Um, I was. I was in a class. Um, George Sasakamus, uh, Gordy Urslak, and those are like my my two best friends on the reserve that I hung out with the most. Being a kid and not like hearing that, and to like understand that was one thing. And being an older man with a daughter, um, it like it hits it hits different too. And I have two other two other inspirations. Sure, other, share them with us. The other is Chief Attack Coop and his quote of uh, let us not think of ourselves, but let us think of our children's children. I understood I understood that growing up, but again having a kid and like seeing that, that quote and understanding like what he what he had to go through to like actually sign those treaties was like it hits different because I I see my daughter and it's like I want her to like have the world i wanted to understand where we come from and how proud we are and that's been my push as of late is to really 
show that like I am indigenous. I I have made it this far, and like I am proud of who I am. And then the third is your brother. I see I see that man, and like <laughs> I think about what I do as like a as a job. And I'm like, man, I'm like a, a high functioning man child, which I I live by those words. Um, but I see your brother, and I'm like, that's a man. That's like, I see like, I see chief and stuff like that, and that makes me want to be chief. I'm like, I want to be chief too. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, um, yeah, I'm speechless right now, so I'm gonna just take it in and acknowledge that, and it was really beautiful. And we have a comment here coming from Hazel. Hazel says, "Akame mo Harley, we are super proud of you." Is this? This isn't your mom, is it? Yeah, it is. Ah, she was my teacher. <laughs> she's my number one. She's my, teacher, she's yeah. my number one fan. <laughs> she was confident and she knew what she wanted to teach in class. And being, oh, I don't know how she did it, but dealing with emotional kids that are just trying to figure out who they are, I, I commend her. Like I honestly, she is that way because she believes in you. She's like, yeah. don't mess around. Don't mess yeah. around. Let's get this done. I know you can do it mentality. Yeah. Yeah. If you think about it, she is part of the reason why I'm here. Cause like I, I, I look back at all these teachers, all these teachers that I had in my life and they, they all like attributed something to make me who I am and where, put me where I am. You know, if you have any questions for Harley, please post them. If you have any shout outs or anything like that. And as we come to a close here, Harley, is there anything that you would like to share with us that, I didn't get to ask um, that was at the back of your mind that you really wanted to convey to the audience. Um, it'd probably be uh, if you're thinking about animation, anybody out there watching this, um, stop thinking about doing it and start doing it. Put pen to paper, uh, use your mouse on on uh, Google or Microsoft Paint, start creating. Um, just start showing showing off and be proud of what you're doing because confidence goes a long way and believing in yourself goes a long way. Oh, yeah. Jordan had a good question there. Oh, Jordan says, ask him when he's going to start his own animation company. He's thought about it much. Yes. So the goal, here's a big goal. This is the biggest goal that I have in my life. I'm not ready for it yet because I, I don't have the confidence, but I'm getting the confidence. So what I plan on doing is eventually moving back to the reserve, starting an animation company that transitions uh, indigenous youth that want to learn animation into learning animation and getting them into the industry and pumping that percentage up. Because right now, less than 1% of indigenous people work in the tech industry. And I want a higher percentage. And my main goal in life right now is to eventually get uh, an animation studio started on Attack of Goop Creation. I really love that because yeah. we have tons of artists in Attack of Goop and there's a lot of them that right now that could be honing their skills mm -hmm. just with just a little bit of uh, a push or um, someone to talk to. Absolutely. Uh, artists galore here, musicians and artists. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's like, something I constantly think about. And if you've talked to me in person uh, and talked about my goals, that's always come up. And that 
the fact I haven't brought it, that took Jordan to bring it up is kind of funny, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Right, right. So um, in Itakaku, your ideal um, future workplace would be inspiring the youth and getting them into animation. Yep. Um, I'm kind of almost scared to ask this, but what would be a minimum startup cost, and what would be what would you require to get going? I wouldn't even say so that's the part where I'm like I'm not confident in because I know getting computers. I'm wondering if I can get computers donated through um, different companies in the animation industry, and the other thing is the licenses from the animation programs. Getting that um, there's a lot of like moving parts, but with that, uh, my my boss Ashley Ramsey, she she started her own company with with Todd, and I think I can use them as mentors into making that happen and understanding like the ins and outs of how to do that. Maybe in the future, like I'm looking at creating a studio. Um, as like I said, there are tons of musicians out here. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, and that I would just like to start uh, a Indigenous podcast school. So maybe we can be neighbors in the building. Yeah. Or have like a whole building that is dedicated to like creative out creative outlets and tech in the industry and like introducing them to the broader world, right? George uh, George says Attackakoop Cree animation. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Thank you for your comments. What else? Oh, I want to be chief. Like I think I think it's not wrong to think any person out there who lives on that reserve to be chief like think about that and if you want to be that be that like just push to be that inside here and out there like i think having that goal of like wanting to be chief and like changing the things that are around you like you don't in this documentary i said you're not bound by your surroundings and you're not that mentality of like thinking you don't deserve things. You don't, mm -hmm. I think you deserve to like want to be chief. You're, you deserve to like want things. You're allowed to want more out of life. Um, and talk, talk to people. Uh, there's always someone willing to listen. Yeah. Wonderful. All um, right. Oh, Diana Steinhauer. What's animation? What's animation character or design creation he has worked on and that you are most proud of? Um, being Indigenous, I'm constantly proud of everything that I do. Growing up, I never thought I'd be where I am right now. I worked on this show sure. called Kawaii Crush, which is uh, the first like animated show I kind of worked on. Uh, it was it was like this the show on YouTube with has these like cute little like girl things and stuff like that. And then I worked on the show called Rocket Monkeys, um, which was on, I can't remember what network it was on. But yeah, uh, Rocket Monkeys, Nico Can Dance, um, Winston Steinberger and Sir Dudley Ding Dong. Uh, I wrote uh, a couple episodes for this YouTube show that my boss made called Knobs. So I'm a script writer too now when it happened. Um, I worked on Max and Ruby which was fun. <laughs> it was really fun. It was just hard to, uh, I don't let my daughter watch that show. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, snack time, which is a, it's like a, there's these like one minute shorts that were happening before like movies happened at the theater. Mm -hmm. 
one of them was like not one i did but like one of them was before like avengers started which is pretty cool um the show called mysticons um this new show called dna's and pete the cat was the latest thing that i worked on like latest show that i worked on um it's on amazon prime and it's a cartoon based off of a like a very popular book called pete the cat um and then the next the last show that i worked on is uh it was like a four episode thing called All That. Um, it was like a live action show that's kind of like SNL for kids on Nickelodeon, but because of COVID, mm-hmm. they couldn't go in and film. So they decided to have the characters jump into an animated world. And we did four episodes of that. That's the last thing I worked on. Wow, so that sounds like a lot of a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. I, mean, I, almost, want, I almost want your job. <laughs> You must meet all kinds of interesting people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The studio inside that studio, like what you see in that video, Mm -hmm. um, it like it captures like what it looks like in there. But to actually work in there is like it's really funny and like like fun because you can get up and go get your coffee and sit at your desk and everyone has their own little trinkets around their desks. Right. Mm -hmm. So it like helps like build your own character, characteristic style in that studio. Mm-hmm. So we have a few comments here. Hey, hi, Harley. It's Rhonda, North Ender, Kayas. Glad to see you're doing great. Keep it up. Thank you. Yeah. Then another comment from uh, Shaylin General. She says, I'm proud of you. It's my sister, my little sister. Ah, cool. George's <laughs> yeah. back on here with another question. Are you working on your own animation projects for a show? I have a bunch of ideas in here, but I, there's like, two things I'm specifically working on. One, I wrote this um, a script about um, about residential schools, and I based it off a song that I wrote. Um, and I, I wrote this whole script out from beginning to end, and it's it's really long. So I have the script, I have the song, I have, I have the, um, the vision board figured out. It's just I can't figure out how to do that part. So that's the next step. Yeah. And then the other thing was like me and Anthony Massescapo, my brother, uh, we're we're kind of like think tanking a show, something to work on to like, like like we like us kids growing up would have liked to watch. Awesome! Uh, shout out to your brother Anthony Massescapo. Also, uh, you can't see it right here, but uh, he knew that I was looking for podcast equipment, so I've got a mixer, a Steinberg mixer, and a, a mic here. Thanks to Anthony, he got me all hooked up. <laughs> I'm able to have um, better sound quality for my podcast. So thank you, Anthony, for that. If you're watching, the the local tech tech guy. Our local tech, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so Harley, I thank you for giving us a little bit of your time, and yeah. uh, indeed the the hike coming up to uh, the days of the show from the point that I posted it on on my Facebook page, Spring Spirit Nation, yeah. 1,600 people have been reached just by the post alone. So um, yeah, wonderful. Uh, you're making people proud. Keep up the good work. Uh, this isn't about me. This is about the next generation. These, If any kid sees this and like is thinking about animation or thinking about getting into this, this realm, reach out to me. I'll try to lead you in the right direction or like help you out with just just ask me questions. I'm a, I'm an open book and a lot of these 
people in the industry are open books and I have lots of friends, lots of friends that would like to help out too. So potential young indigenous animators, Harley David is who would you reach out to on mm -hmm. Facebook? Um, do you have a Twitter handle or an yeah. Instagram? My photography page is the tiny robot travels. And then where I post all my art and animation, um, and things like creatively I'm getting up to, I post that on the tiny robot does art. My Twitch stream name is the tiny robot lives. My Twitter handle is tiny robot art. <laughs>